Welcome back, I'm Kim Daly, she's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec. This week we want to explore how you deal with the boss who behaves unpredictably. And in our discussion just before we started recording, Fuliana was perhaps suggesting that she might have been one of those unpredictable bosses in her day, but I assured her that she was never unpredictable. She was a nightmare to work for, I'm sure. I only ever walked, worked alongside of her. I didn't actually have to report to her at any stage until recently, like now. But no. <laughs> apparently she thinks she was unpredictable. So let's hear all about the unpredictable boss and how to deal with them. Let me just clarify, this is not about me. <laughs> <laughs> not this way. Um, we both got questions about situations where that is the case and, and what's the best way to deal with it. So with a bit of research and our own experiences, it is hard working for someone who one minute is your friend and next minute is the bully or she is the bully. You know, you're forgiven for feeling that you blame yourself. What have I done? What is it? Why is it I'm not doing right? Etc. However, the experts, researchers, taught us, and certainly been my experience, because I did work for people like that, and actually I didn't have a problem in the end once I sorted it out. It was not taken personally. So if a person is coming and yelling and screaming, for example, it's not acceptable. I do not condone it. I'll say that up front. But if they are doing it, the most important thing is to listen to what they're saying, not how they're saying it, and don't react to their delivery. Because a lot of these people in the past, I used to think, you can't talk to me like that, and I immediately wanted to retaliate. But what I find is if I listen, firstly, I hear what they're trying to say and what's causing it. Sorry, no, just what they're trying to say. And that on its own is very powerful. And it's nothing to do with me. Just take that out and I just be detached from that because you're thinking, what is this issue my boss is trying to tell me about? And listen to that. I recall an instance where I was working as a consultant in an organisation that was undergoing a takeover and a period of change, and the and I had been brought in by the the company taking over the the place where I was situated, and the managing director of the place that was being taken over very much objected to the fact that I was there, and so we had a a suite of officers. He he was at one end, and there was probably two or three between, and then I had an office at the other end, and he would slam the door every time he came in that he saw that I was there and didn't interact with me at all, and then I put in my first report of, of progress of work that I'd done, and I was sitting at my desk, and he came to the door, didn't come in any closer than the door, and he literally yelled at the door, from the door at me about what I was doing and why I was there and what a waste of money it was. And I did exactly what you say. I just let him I just let him yell. And all of the time my brain was saying, how dare you, how dare you yell at me. You don't, no one treats me that way. But I thought there's no point because no, no matter what I do, he's not going to hear me. So I just let him yell. And then when he'd finished yelling, I said, have you finished? And he walked away. And I thought, well, that's good. And so then I took action after that. But they're not isolated cases. I have struck it more than once. And I find, if I look back on it now, after many years, it was frustration in those roles that led these people to feel that they had to hit back in some way. And a lot of the frustration 
was because they felt that I had more information about the situation than they did and they felt that they deserved more more of the information than they were getting. And often it wasn't up to me to provide them with that information. But if I can look at it in that sense, that what we have been talking about in other situations, you put yourself at arm's length, you take yourself out of that situation and your personal reaction to it because your personal reaction to it is not going to resolve the situation. It's not going to make it better. And if you're working with someone who is unpredictable, well, that's already predictable. You know that they're unpredictable. So you stick to the activity, the facts, the, the situation, and you don't bring in any, anything personal to it because when you start to want to, things to be predictable and, and neat, you're looking for comfort, and that's lazy thinking. Yeah, I agree. And, and also, when you think about it, maybe it, it's definitely not anything you said or done, but maybe you said something that triggered something yeah. for your, the other person and they reacted and by actually no matter how much you want to say don't talk to me like that or whatever it's not the right answer for two reasons one is because then you're like them you're doing a public display when yes. it's, uh, yes. it's inappropriate and the second one is you're actually escalating the situation yes. so what you've done Kim is listening and then walking away in that example and then talking later and talking in private. Mm. And then when you do that, it's not about talking in private as says, how dare you talk to me like that. It's more about the getting to the bottom of what it is and earning anything that you need to earn yourself in, in case you didn't do it. So the timing is really, really important. But the other thing is, and again in your example, was about you're looking for what triggers you say, they are predictable because they behave that way. You're right in a sense, but then you've got to identify what are those triggers, the patterns. Yeah. Is it, does it happen when they before they go to a board meeting or when there's a board meeting coming or when there's an audit? Is it when they have an international visitor? Is it when they're dealing with a particular client and seem to push their buttons? Or, mm. you know, if you identify those triggers then you're able to be a bit more time sensitive to when you approach them and for what. So, for example, the boss coming out of a meeting and you can visibly, uh, physically see them angry and then you walk up and say, what? I'll tell you, I'm not happy about blah, blah, blah with so-and-so. Well, I don't think that was clever timing <laughs> because it's just, A, the person's not going to absorb it because they're yeah. already preoccupied. You're not going to achieve anything by adding another thing on and you're not going to process it. If you did that, and we all sometimes do, own it. Go back and say, I'm sorry, my timing was lousy, I'll see that now. And uh, when you have a minute, if we can talk about an issue I have or, or whatever. So look for the triggers and look and get your timing. Be very thoughtful about your timing. You also need to bear in mind that it mightn't be something internal to the workplace that is triggering it. Yes. And and be mindful of those situations as well. It is about being situationally aware. And we talk about uh, often if we're driving somewhere and we'll see someone do something really ridiculous and it's about, you know, no situational awareness. And I think that's true of whatever we're doing, wherever we are. 
You need to keep thinking about what you're hearing, what you're seeing, and thinking about what that means rather than being reactionary yourself. I think it's important to also know that there there are ways, um, and I'll just strongly repeat, we do not condone bad behaviour at work of any sort by anyone, let alone bullying or, or that you shouldn't come to work. But you also got to remember we are human, and you've got to realise where is that line where a person is being out of line and how to go about it. Mm. One good method, if you think, you know, your boss is really, most of the time, they, they're fantastic for working with you, you like working with them, you like their behaviour, etc., most of the time, but then you don't accept or condone or, or want to be subjected to those times when they go off the rails. I think one way i found that works really well is most organisations do a 360-degree performance appraisal. Yeah. And what happens is, and that goes to the people, so it's a, a full picture of how people interact with them and give them feedback. People mostly, <laughs> I mean, nobody likes to, to get bad news, but at the end of the day, they do realise because they're getting a balanced um, feedback and the balanced feedback say they're great at this and they're wonderful at that. But this bit here, it makes people uncomfortable and they hopefully will try to keep it in check. If the situation, of course, in this super extreme where this is not acceptable then, and it is beyond what should be and the person doesn't want to do anything about it and you're not getting any pluses, just minuses, well, then you have to decide whether you would formally take it up with the right areas or whether you just want to go somewhere else. But never be fooled to the fact that you're going to find the perfect uh, boss, uh, you know, and sometimes, and, and that's really important point what you made earlier, sometimes, I guess you're going to get the nice guy, but the business is going to go to rubbish, you know what I mean? Yeah. You will learn nothing because we stay in the comfort zone. It doesn't mean to grow and be good, you have to behave badly, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying keep everything in mind. Some good advice there. For those of you who are dealing with bosses who behave unpredictably, I think we've established that Fuliana doesn't really behave unpredictably. She's she's a hard boss, as as many of you will know. She's she can be a hard boss, but she's not unpredictable in that sense. You know, if you offer her food, take her out for coffee, then most things can be resolved. See, I, I'm only getting away with it because I'm not well. So I'll end it on that point while I've still got away with it. I'm Kim Bailey, she's Fuliana Osborne and this is Inside Exec.